So most of us can probably agree. It's just straight up more fun to be there for live Ravens football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official resale ticket marketplace of the Ravens, Ticketmaster has a wide selection of fully verified resale tickets. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Plus, if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. So do yourself a favor and find verified resale tickets today by visiting Ticketmaster.com forward slash Ravens. The day after. The day after a win, it just sounds a whole lot better. It's more fun for us. It's more fun for you. Welcome inside the vault. It is Monday, October 2nd. The Ravens are 3-1, and one, coming off the victory on Sunday in Cleveland, 28-3. to three. They spanked the Browns, let's be honest. And I think I'm smiling today because I, Roquan Smith is box office. And yet again, we have him the day after a game, Sarah. He brought it. We've already recorded it. It's coming up in just a second here. It's inside the vault with Roquan Smith, powered by our friends at Cybertech. And I'm just grinning ear to ear because we spend 20 minutes with him several times throughout the course of this season so far. And it's just box office. He's so genuine. He's so entertaining. He's so him, as he said. And it's just, I can't wait to share it again. It's it's an adrenaline shot on a Monday when nobody wants to go to work. Le- yeah. Roquan will get you to like get to work and like work your hardest and attack the day and just that that's what he does. And you know, after this is our uh, fourth time, I think having on the show, if we include the draft, um, what I'm realizing and why people don't understand, you know, like some of the comments he made last week, which you know he does speak to today. Uh, is that I don't think people realize his baseline is like just intense fight, work, attack, everything. That's his baseline. And so it's like, and he's not saying it to provoke. He's saying it because it's a state of mind. It's a state of being for him. And that's what I'm just loving to get to know him and the way his mind ticks throughout these weeks that we're we're interviewing him. This would not be possible without our friends at CyberTech, the exclusive sponsor of Inside the Vault with Roquan Smith, a next-generation local recruiting, resourcing, and outsourcing firm. A new way to acquire resources. Whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, CyberTech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, Cybertech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within 48 hours, and that is a guarantee. Cybertech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations in the Baltimore area and nationally. So if you're interested, you'll have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the Cybertech team for a virtual introduction, and you can do so and get started today by sending an email that we have included at the address in the description of this video below. So without further ado, let's bring him in. Agent Zero coming off yet another dominant defensive performance on Sunday in Cleveland. 
All right, Ro, you had us ready to run through brick walls pregame and postgame. Before we dive in, just in case those haven't seen it yet, your mic drop moment postgame after the win in Cleveland. Honestly, I don't really care like how people take things out of the context. I know what I meant, and the people that's close to me know exactly what I meant by those com- those comments. And it was just the, the way the way I felt about going to uh, war with my brothers. And honestly, if you need bulletin board material in this game, really, to like go play the game a different way, you're playing the game for the wrong reasons. I don't need anybody to say anything for me because guess what? When I whistle blows, I'm going 100 miles an hour all game long. And regardless of what I want to say, Rose going to play the same way. That's what I mean by pre and post game. We were ready to run through walls. Uh, lots of noise this week. A lot of it was just noise. Uh, how did you kind of just focus in, narrow in on the task at hand and ultimately getting it done, which was another division win? Yeah, absolutely. It was a very huge uh, division game and we came on top, obviously. Um, But yeah, it was just more so dialing in and focused on what needed to be focused on. And that was just our attention to detail, controlling what we can control. So basically keeping the main thing, the main thing and the defense, we just focused on going into the game, you know, stop the run, then make the guys one dimensional. And once we do that, it will be we knew it would be a long day uh, for those guys, regardless of who was at the quarterback position. Ro, this is this is the Brown Stadium with, you know, still several minutes left in the fourth quarter. You obviously emptied it out. How does it feel to, you know, empty out that stadium, only give up three points, and it had to be a 50-plus yarder to even get it. And now you're 2-0 and on the road in the division. How does it feel Monday morning? Oh, it's pretty sweet. Victory Monday, you know. And you know the Browns fans. I'm sure that it was very loud. It was very loud in there early, you know. So I knew it was a hostile environment, but, man, Lately, I mean, late in the game, you can hear rats piss uh, as it got in there, like it got really quiet and you've seen a few Ravens fans that was uh, in there. So it was pretty sweet to get that dub um, against those guys and go 2-0 in the division. I love this quote from your teammate, Jadavian Clowney, who's just had a great start to his tenure in Baltimore. And I won't read the whole thing, but... You know, just a snippet here, Roquan is is his own man. I have not played with anyone like Roquan in 10 years. No linebacker I've ever played with has been better than him. I have a lot of friends that played with me too at linebacker, but they don't have the attitude or intensity they play with like Roquan Smith since I've played in the league. Uh, Ro, I heard from a little bird that uh, you gave a hell of a pregame speech on Friday before leaving for Cleveland. We've seen the video pretty much every single game just in terms of the huddle, getting things ready. Uh, to, to see this from a guy like Jadavian, a decorated outside linebacker, to say the very least, uh, what are you doing? What, what, what are you enjoying about your time in Baltimore and, and what has gotten into you lately? Yeah, honestly, man, I have a lot of respect for uh, J.D. and the way he's come in and like how he's been working day in and day out, uh, even though we know he got here very late. And I love putting on the pass with that guy as well. But I just be myself at the end of the day. And that's who I know best is myself. I don't try to reach out, be anything that I'm not. I just try to create some totally different picture from the person that I am. And I have faith in myself and uh, faith in my ability uh, on what I can do on and off the football field and the way I can lead uh, a group of men. And I just think more like that and just stick stick to my basics, stick to my guns. And I think that it just leads over to the guys. And that's all I'm doing, honestly. Hey, Ro, not to get too psychological on this, but I, I genuinely, genuinely curious. You know, there are people in this world that just wake up and have a hunger for life. You have a hunger for life, for football and all that. 
Do you feel like that's an eight or do you like, can you develop skills like that? Can you develop a skill to become a leader and to have, can you develop motivation and develop a hunger and a work ethic for those that might be struggling with having a fire that you have? Honestly, I think it varies. I can, I can't speak for many. I just can speak for myself. I feel like I've, I've just been this way ever since I've known myself. I love life. Uh, I love the game of football. I love what the game of football brings for me. And so I just try to repay the game every way I can go hard every single play because I never know which play is going to be my last. And I just think about that like over and over and over. And I know there's just so many people who would love to be in my position. So I just try to go hard for those individuals as well. And just everybody that's rooting for me and, you know, the haters for those guys as well, go hard and make them a little more sad, you know? There were plenty of haters leading up to uh, kind of like I alluded to off the top of the show uh, leading up to this weekend in Cleveland. And, and some of them actually were, you could argue, were, were members of the Browns saying that they were using what you had to say during your Wednesday press conference as bulletin board material. <laughs> I don't know why, because I watched this entire thing in full. Sarah did as well. Most of us were in agreement. Why were these words taken out of context? Can you just clear the air? I know you kind of did post game, but just once and for all, you didn't mean anything by the whole wife and kids thing, right? That was simply trying to put yourself in their shoes. You're going into enemy territory and they're trying to essentially combat the enemy, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And things are taken out of context. And, you know, when people are looking for bait, I meant like clickbait or whatever the case may be, bulletin board material. Like I said, it's like if you really need that in this game, day and age, man, you're playing a game for the wrong reason. You need to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, am I really playing a game for the right reasons? Because if you are, bulletin board material don't count, don't mean a thing to me ever. And it never it never did. And it was just basically what I was saying in the meeting was that when you go over to a team, when you go over into a away game, you know, it's your, it's your guys basically against the world. You're going into there, the players on that side, their wife and kids are in the stands and they're trying to put on and protect their livelihood in a sense. And we're trying to go over there and take over to protect our livelihood for our wife, kids, family, and everything like that. But you know, when people need something or need bulletin board material to make them go a little harder, I guess that's what they needed, but that was not what I meant uh, by those words. But hey, you know, people are gonna take things how they want, and I'm gonna play my same game regardless of if they have bulletin board material or not. Period. It, it, End of yeah, story. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's silly. We we often call football like you're going to war. Nobody actually thinks we're going to war. It's a metaphor. It's talking about just the emotion and all that that's coming behind it. So, yeah, it's all silly. But now, Ro, you also said. Because, you know, you people were given the Browns their flowers. They were number one in terms of points allowed per game going into this, okay? Ravens were number eight. You said, well, you can't define a defense after three weeks. How right you were because the Browns, after playing the Ravens, went from number one to number five in points per game. So they went down four spots. The Ravens moved up number eight to number four. So this is a long season Nobody's defined yet, but what is the potential of the Ravens defense? Can they make it number one? That's obviously the goal, right? Absolutely. That's definitely the goal. And yeah, I said it like, you know, three games, like that's not going to define you. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And like where we are right now is not, you know, going to define us either. It's about what we're going to do week in and week out. And our goal is always to be number one. You never want to 
finish second to anyone. You always want to be the, the last man standing, and that's what we pride ourselves on. And I feel like if we just continue to stick to our fundamentals, uh, the basics, not get complacent with anything, and I know we won't uh, with the fire that each and every guy has and like just how great each and every guy wants to be, including myself, I think the sky's the limit, and we just got to keep chopping at the bit. And I feel like if we do that, we'll get that number one spot. But it's going to have to be one week at a time, and a lot of hard work and preparation is going to go into that. Row another week in which you, you lead the way defensively, 10 total tackles, six of which were solo, a tackle for loss, a, two pass, pass deflections. I didn't even know that until now when I saw that. I, I was We were too focused on Kyle Van Noy walking in and seamlessly just joining your defense with a pass deflection himself, but you also had a QB hit. Did anything change given the last-minute nature? And I know you guys prepare for everything, but with DTR being kind of thrown in there last minute, no Deshaun Watson, did that change anything approach-wise? Honestly, no. Like, I go into there regardless of who's at quarterback. It can be Deshaun Watson, DTR, the rookie, or whoever whoever it could be, whoever they throw out there. At the end of the day, I know to play the game one way, and the defense, we think's the same. We play the game one way. They can line up. Whoever out there, we're going to stick to our fundamentals, do exactly what we need to do, play in and play out. And, you know, at the end of the game, when the final whistle blow, we'll look up at the play clock, and then we'll, we'll go from there. And that's how we looked at it. And we've seen clips of DTR, like, obviously – play some good ball in the preseason, but it's obviously different when those live bullets are flying out there um, on the football field. So it was definitely a rough day for him. You know, he may have his time one day, but it wasn't his time yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> rough is right. I almost, almost, not there yet, almost felt sorry for him because to draw your first NFL game against Roquan Smith and the Ravens defense, that is not a fun assignment. So... Uh, but yeah, only oh, and this is funny. I, I pulled this picture. The cameras had caught Deshaun Watson. I don't know if you can see it, Ro, but he's got like his hand up to his head and he's just like fed up and he wasn't even out there and he was like tired of it. So yeah, you definitely left, you baptized DTR into the NFL for sure. What I want to get a reaction on, somebody had posted a, a meme of you tackling Elijah Moore. This is when his helmet, his helmet came off. Oh my gosh, you don't want to just tackle somebody. You want to, within the rules of the game, punish somebody. Now, the, the caption to this meme from Spencer Schultz says, Baltimore linebackers are great again. To me, he's obviously, and this is happening a lot, people are comparing you to Ray Lewis. I feel like you're on the same trajectory. My question to you is, are you comfortable with that that comparison? Or, or I mean, some people don't like it, but do you embrace it? Honestly, anytime you're being compared to a goat, uh, it's like it's it's very humbling, you know. But man, Ray Ray's on a Ray's on a different pedestal, in my opinion. I just try to, you know, go out there and be myself. At the end of the day, I try to be Roquan, and you know, Ray has done this thing. Uh, what sixteen like sixteen years in the game, like it's crazy. All pros, Pro Bowls, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Like some of the things the guys accomplished, man. I don't think like linebackers will ever. Uh, be able to uh, quite accomplish in the way he played it for so long. So I have the utmost respect for him uh, and the way he did things. But I just try to go out and be myself and try to be the Roquan Smith era. I don't try to be the Ray era or anything like that because he had – it was his time when he was there, and I feel like, you know, it's my time now, and I'm just trying to go out week in and week out and be myself and ball out with my guys. We definitely want to get your thoughts on the NFL film segment that had all of Baltimore just loving every second of that. But we'll save that for the last couple of minutes with some of the fan questions because people were really curious. 
Speaking of of 16 years, John Harbaugh is in his 16th season as the head coach of your team, and he picked up a major milestone with the win yesterday in Cleveland, 150 career wins. It's only been, what, you were acquired in November, if I'm not mistaken, so it hasn't even been a year yet. Yet, I would imagine the way that he his pulse, right, just the way his football mind, his acumen, his pedigree uh, has to be contagious. What have you made of your time with Harb so far? Yeah, man, absolutely. So happy for uh, Harv's 150 wins, but we're just getting started, baby, uh, in my opinion. So I'm very excited uh, to be a part of the team. And, you know, Harv's like just how fiery he is and like just how he wants everyone to be successful. And like he just it like seemed like we bleed the same type of blood for us, you know, just attacking each and every single thing, regardless, like with mental intensity, physical intensity and just like not accepting no for an answer and like just by any means getting the job done. I feel like I'm on that same type of time as uh, Harbs with that. So I'm just grateful to uh, be here and playing under uh, such a great head coach in Harbs who's been doing it for a heck of a long time and plenty more years to come. So I'm just proud to be a part uh, of this squad with him. Did you hear what he had to say about you post game? Actually, yeah, I was in there. So yeah, I have a great deal of respect, man. I just try to be myself day in and day out. And you know, that's what he said. But yeah, man, that's definitely very humbling and I have the utmost respect for Harves and the words that he shared shared about me. So I'm just grateful to be in a position that I'm in. Yeah, I love that he had your back. Hey Roquan, before we get to fan questions, I gotta get your reaction to Lamar Jackson's day yesterday. Four total touchdowns, two on the ground, two through the air. 142 passer rating, uh, again, against what was supposed to be the number one defense, right? They were missing some people on offense, but they weren't on defense. Uh, he had he had like a 70, what was the completion percentage? Something like 75%, 72, something crazy. What's your reaction to Lamar's, Lamar's game, and what's it like to have him as a teammate? Yeah, honestly, man, he's just being Lamar at the end of the day. And I think he's honestly just getting started. It's crazy, though, because I think there's so much more room for improvement. And he says it as well, because, like, it's just, like, it's so many other, like, little things where I'm just, like, man, once you get a couple more weeks in this offense and, like, he get even more comfortable, man, the sky's the limit. But he just – I see him do it out there, practice day in and day out, uh, his completions, uh, putting the ball where it needs to go, his receiver making uh, great plays, O-line doing what they have to do, the backs as well. So he got a great supporting cast uh, around him. And, like, once he get all his weapons back as well, man, I'm, I'm just excited for the uh, offense and all the great things that those guys are going to do over there. And obviously being led uh, by Lamar is – you know, enough, enough, enough within itself. And yet, just like he did after the post game in, in Cincinnati, huge win yesterday in Cleveland, he's just like, look, we're, this, this is just what we're doing. It's early. Right? It's October 1st. So I just love the composure that you guys both have at the podium. You understand, what'd you say? What'd you call it? Like a marathon, not a sprint, right? Like you have the perspective. You've been in the league long enough to understand that things can change in an instance. It's going to be peak and, peaks and valleys. So, I think we all appreciate that about both of you guys. Absolutely. Fan questions, hey, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go fan questions. Uh, let's go fan questions. All right. So we put it out on Twitter and Facebook row. We obviously couldn't get to all of them. <laughs> they were coming in hot this morning, but we'll begin with Paul. And this is more of a, within the lines. We like this one. Do you get more satisfaction out of shooting a gap and blowing up someone behind the line of scrimmage or dropping back in coverage reading the quarterback's eyes and jumping the route for an interception. We've seen you do 
both of these things, maybe not in the interception category, but dropping back, we've seen you do PQ as well. What do you prefer? Honestly, man, it will be interceptions because that changes the game. Turnovers changes the game. Definitely big hits are big with momentum and whatnot. But once you get an interception and get that ball back to Lamar, like give him another opportunity to have that, man, I'm, I'm airing on that side every day of the week and twice on Sundays. You were this close twice yesterday, Roquan. Oh you were reading DTR. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, man, I left so much money out there on the field. My guys was giving me crap about it. PQ, secondary, everybody. I'm like, have hammer hands almost yesterday, man. And I was reading and I couldn't, it was kind of quite like, I'm like, man, I couldn't believe you actually threw it. And like, so I was kind of shocked, but man, I have to come up with those. Like, that's like, yeah, it's, that's, that's, yeah, non-negotiable. Yeah, no excuses for that. I should have had, I for sure, for sure had one and not up. The first one early in the game could have been a nice one as well. But yeah, like if I would have had two, man, come on. Hey, just get on those jugs machines, Roquan. Get go going over there with the receivers. That's what I need to do. Get over there with the receivers and whatnot. <laughs> now you weren't given Geno treatment on the way into the facility today, were you? Because of those? No, I was. I wasn't giving him treatment for that. Because <laughs> he ended up getting one in the game, so you know, hats off to him. I was like, I was the lone wolf. I didn't get me up myself one when I had opportunities too. <laughs> That's right. He got one. And shout out to Kyle and Brandon who got their first career. NFL interceptions, which is pretty cool. I'll keep weeding through some of these. Uh, Matthew up top on Facebook. Did any of the Browns players trash talk because of the terribly out-of-context quote the media was running with? Honestly, none of the guys actually said anything to me. Like, a couple guys came up, like, trying to, like, do a little chop-chop, like, after uh, the guy <laughs> number eight, uh, Hellman, came off. He should have had it tighter, you know? You're supposed to go – when you're going out there, you're supposed to have your helmet – scrapped up tight so like that's his fault and uh so a couple guys were saying something then but like who cares i don't care what those guys say because like regardless of what they're gonna say i'm gonna just play the same style regardless they say anything or not so i, I could care less what those guys say like they're concerned their 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 excuses or whatever their case may be doesn't concern me i love it i love it mark dempsey like we mentioned earlier on uh, how was the experience? We, we've all seen the NFL film segment that you did. First of all, when was that taped? It looked like it was maybe over the summer with Ray. Uh, just anything you want to share about that experience? Yeah, um, it was pretty sweet, man. Just going in there, like chopping up film with like a legend like Ray Lewis, like, you know, decorated career. Everybody knows everything Ray's accomplishing. Just like getting little bits and pieces about the uh, the game as well as just a mentality and like just like with leadership things as well. Like, you know, how to command like a group, a group of guys, like little nuggets um, here and there. So it was just so much like valuable information that I'm like, you know, I'll be forever grateful for just to be able to sit in the same room with a guy of his caliber and just like, you know, pick his mind on little things and like the way he see things. So it was it was very great. And I, I can't wait to uh, have more of those moments in the future. So most of us can probably agree. It's just straight up more fun to be there for live Ravens football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official resale ticket marketplace of the Ravens, Ticketmaster has a wide selection of fully verified resale tickets. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Plus, if your plans change, 
Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. So do yourself a favor and find verified resale tickets today by visiting Ticketmaster.com forward slash Ravens. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Roquan, uh, Fats Anderson asks, how do you put up with Marlon Humphrey? He may have seen you. That's the one with Ray. He may have seen you right here pretending to sleep when Marlon comes by for the post-game live. I'm glad you're not pretending to sleep with us. Hopefully we are not as annoying interviewers. So that's what Anderson wants to know. How do you put up with Marlon Humphrey? <laughs> no, you guys are great. But, yeah, Marlo, it was actually funny. Me and PQ, so – we knew he was going to uh, – because he was talking about this Instagram Live crap. And then me and PQ was uh, up there saying, like, okay, bro, Marlon's going to come by. Do we want to say anything to him? Uh, PQ was like, nah, bro, let's just ignore him. Like, so we just had it in our head. We're just going to ignore him. I actually wasn't asleep. I just had my gla- my shades on. It was very dark. I looked like Blade in a sense where you could not see my eyes, me and PQ both. So we was just sticking by that saying, like, man, we're not – we're going to just ignore him because he's just going to keep going. <laughs> So we just wanted to leave that we have that little mindset for the uh, the flight back. I was like, no, he is not. He was trying to tickle PQ, like he was in there trying to tickle him, and I'm like, yeah. right, he's at daycare or something. Yeah, he's acting like he got kids at daycare trying to tickle him. Like, well, come on, dude. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll finish with this. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more victory IG lives as he refers to them, especially when he gets back on the field too. We know that he's going to be even more in an uproar, but uh, Chris Sherman, like so many want to know what your pregame ritual is, just what's in the headphones. Are you listening to anything specifically? Does it change? How do you put your playlist together? All that stuff. Honestly, it doesn't change. Like, and you, it would be kind of funny when I, when I tell people, I listen to like real chill music, like uh, before the game, when I'm out on the field, like sometimes in the locker room, when it's the big speaker for the uh, big group of guys, I may listen to some like more, tone setting music like you know kind of get you in that right mindset i'm already in the mindset but like for some that may may need it in a sense maybe that type of music then but honestly just be chill music i listen to like country r&b uh then when i get in there with the guys in front of the big group that's when i'm more so when it's like the speaker in the locker room that's when it's more to rap um you know the banger music make you want to like knock someone face off like those type of vibes but other than that when i'm like kind of just by myself with my headphones it's chill country R&B and things of that nature. A ramp up. Real quick. Yeah, <laughs> ramp a slow up. ramp up. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Ro, before we let you go, Steelers up next. 
And the the third and the last of the division road games early in the season, what would it mean to go 3-0 and on the road in this division? It's the next game up on the schedule, and it'll mean a lot for ourselves, our fan base, uh, just everyone that uh, supports us, man. So we got to definitely hone in. We know the Steelers are going to be pissed off. Uh, like I remember saying a couple of weeks ago, uh, they're going to be pissed off coming into the game after the way the Titans um, did uh, whatever they did. Uh, I watched a little bit yeah. of the game actually when I got up this morning. So, yeah, they're definitely going to be pissed off. I feel uh, for the uh, guy Pickett. I seen he went down with an injury. Hope all is well with him. But a guy Mitch, uh, I know also well. Uh, so it'll be a, a great game, and I know they got great backs, a great offensive line, and they play uh, – really good defense. So I'm excited to go up against them. It'll be a, a hostile environment out at like Heinz Field. So no place I'd rather uh, go get the dub than uh, over that way. But I know it's going to be uh, a tough fought one. So we're going to prepare uh, day in and day out this week and uh, do whatever it takes to uh, get the job done. Yeah, you and Mitch Trubisky both have Chicago ties. And I'm just going to present this last thing without co- with without comment. I'm not going to ask you for any comment, but since the Bears traded you, they're 0 and 13. We'll finish with that. 0 and 13, the Bears, <laughs> since they traded you. So, wow, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> but, you know, I'm rooting for those guys over there, man. Like, I got a lot of, like, the players and stuff, man. I got a lot of guys on the team who I care about and want success for uh, for those guys. But, and it's, it's yeah. tough, man. Like, especially, I've seen, I kept up with the score a little bit and the scene the way they, you know, that, that game happened yesterday. Yeah. That sucks, man. Yeah, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> and we'll finish it off there, Ro. Thanks so much for your time, man. No doubt. Thank you, guys. what I tell you at the top? It, the guy never disappoints. He's, he's box office. He's entertaining. He never, ever disappoints, both on-field play, the way that he handles himself for the Ravens press conferences, the way that he's so generous with his time with us, insightful, honest, transparent. I mean, everything. Everything hey, he hey, does Bobby. turns to gold. Have you ever been around somebody who's clearly upset by what another person said? And then they go, I don't care. I don't care what you have to say. I don't, I don't care. And in your mind, you're like, I don't know. It kind of seems like you care. Like it seems like you're kind of Roquan when he says he does not care what the Browns had to say. Like he does not care when he says he does not care that people took him out of context. That did not stop him from today saying like, again, the Steelers are going to be ticked off, you know, or, um, or I'm just trying to think, I got to go back and listen to the whole thing. Just some of the things that he said, it's just, it's just intense. And, and like, yeah, I, I really don't think he's going to change one iota, he does He does not care, nor should he, especially when people are taking things out of context. And one yeah. thing that I did enjoy, there's a lot of things that I enjoyed. Um, but I enjoyed, even though we keep highlighting the intense part of them, the the almost like not wanting to rub it in with the Bears and the 0-13 record. Yeah. He's like, oh, but I am kind of rooting for him. He gave yeah. a shout-out to Kenny Pickett. Hope You know, he's yeah. hoping that he's healthy. Um, you know, I loved what he said about Lamar, that he's like, I don't think Lamar, that like Lamar's not even just barely getting started. Like he knows that there's, he's like, just give him time in this offense. You just watch. Like there was, there was as as intense as he is. It's not like he's without feeling for other people too. I thought the same could be said with when he was talking about DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the rookie, right? Like he mentioned, and we all know that that guy's ice bath this morning, yesterday, whenever he took it must've hit different. Uh, the guy was absolutely clobbered all throughout the game. 
the rookie quarterback, first career start, first career snaps, and he's going up against a ferocious Ravens defense led by Roquan Smith. Now, look, he, Roquan kind of, we were both, I know I was laughing during it. He's like, yeah, it's, yesterday was not his day. But he also said, like, hey, this guy put up numbers in the preseason. We knew about him. We were ready for him, and it was respectful. Like, don't take his comments and run with them the way folks did this week leading up to it. It's just ridiculous. And I love I loved that he reiterated, if you need bulletin board material for this game, this kind of game, a war of attrition, right, on the gridiron, one of the most violent sports in the history of sports, like, you're playing it for the wrong reasons. And so I, I just, it's such an insightful way to say or, or show that what drives him. Yeah. It, it's pride. It's love for the game. It's, it's an intensity that knows no bounds. And I know he talked about that on post game and we, we shared it in our post game live stream, but uh, just, just hearing it again today, the day after was good to, for it to be reiterated. It was, yeah, it was good times. Excited to hear what everybody else has to think about it. So Definitely put your comments down below if you're on uh, YouTube or reach out to us, emails, any of that kind of stuff. But man, it's just, uh, you know, another day in the life with Roquan. Just good stuff. Absolutely. There's going to be small snippets that we share from this conversation. If you don't already follow the vault on Twitter, you can find them there at Ravens vault. We're coming up on our milestone as well of 10,000 subscriptions within year one on YouTube. So if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the vault. You can also check us out in audio-only spaces as well. And like we said, this would not be possible without our friends and our exclusive sponsor, and that is CyberTech, a next-generation local recruiting, resourcing, and outsourcing firm. A new way to acquire resources is what we're talking about. Whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, CyberTech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, CyberTech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within 48 hours. CyberTech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations, both in the Baltimore area and nationwide. So if you find yourself interested in this, you have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the CyberTech team for a virtual introduction. And you can get started today by sending an email to the address that we have included in the description of the video below in the show notes. And before we close, we want to make sure we shout out and thank two of our returning patrons. These two are supporting everything we do here inside the vault through Patreon this month. So Neil Harold and David Cole, thank you. We appreciate you guys. And if you guys are interested in doing the same out there and maybe you don't already do so, visit patreon.com forward slash Ravens vault podcast to learn more about what we're offering this football season. Lots of small business owners, Sarah, I've just noticed this. We've had a spike in the last week or so, just local and to Baltimore. And you don't have to be local to Baltimore, but a bunch of local folks here in the area are signing up as small business owners for one of our monthly title Patreon sponsor elements that we offer on Patreon. So if you haven't already done so, maybe it's a great opportunity for you to, to, to showcase what you're doing here locally in the area. You don't have to be in Baltimore and it's a great way to help out what we're building here as well. So anything else from you before we jump? Nope. Cool. All right, so this was what? This was Monday afternoon, so we will next talk to you on Tuesday's Morning Vault. Thanks so much for being with us. It's officially week five of this NFL season, which means the Ravens are one week away, one game away from being London-bound, and there's going to be plenty of content over the sea, overseas across the pond that I'm going to have 
uh, coming up. And, and Sarah, of course, we're, we're going to continue uh, business as usual. So we'll talk to you guys Tuesday morning. Thanks so much. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.